Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. All right, welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition, the show where we bring on our producer to the live show to hopefully try and keep the hosts in line. <laughs> it's not going to work. Good luck with that. And we're laughing at that because tonight's shenanigans are brought to you. They don't know it yet, but they're brought to you by Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. So and I'm just talking. Red Moscato. There you go. So uh, Barefoot, Sam Adams, you know, talk to and us. White we, we, liquid. Yes. And water. So Aquafina. All right. It so normally uh, be brought to you by Truly, but I ran out. Oh, so we're going right for the hearts. This should be interesting for you then. All right. <laughs> Well, it's all right. It'll be. Good. How do you spell train wreck? B A R E F. Wait, I still have my. I still have my train sign somewhere. Can get that from you. Anyway, continue. And before we get into tonight's show, we need to say our thanks to our show partner, Level Up Sabers. Woo! Let's roll that beautiful nerd footage. You guys already see it but across the bottom of the screen the link for that is in our show notes and comment section all right and we'll also remind you that if you take a, a moment or two here to subscribe if you're already watching us on youtube that does help our show to continue to grow it helps us but really more than we can say but if you also would like to help us in another way that's of course because our money don't jingle jingle it folds if you want to uh, help us out in that direction shut up nick <laughs> <laughs> that means we actually have money. I was going to say, who has money? Not I me, but I. No. Our money doesn't fold. It jingle jingles. My pennies jingle jingle. That's for when sure. They call, I tell them I can't pay back yet. What? <laughs> anyway, if you guys want to help us offset some of our uh, staggering debt and help us keep this show going uh, at the rocket sled pace that we seem to be crawling towards, uh, you're more than happy, we'd be more than happy to take it in the style. <laughs> of a coffee and of course that link is right here for you also in the show notes down below but your contribution to the show helps us to continue to to grow and it helps us to create the content that does actually cost a few bucks every month so thanks in advance wonderful upstanding content you are used to (laughs) well it's not from this show then (laughs) if you give us if you pay and buy us coffee the content might get better well that's that's a possibility i i yeah I'm nice for coffee. Maybe we can mm, upgrade coffee. whatever's going on with Tim's internet tonight. What's going on with my internet? You went totally 8-bit on us for a minute there. You were awesome. Up. That was Who doesn't love a good a little good uh, you know internet, you know. <laughs> as long as All right. Back to dial up. We're fine. Yeah. All right. Uh let's see where are we at on this whole thing. Well, we got people. Yeah, we got people backstage. We should probably like welcome them and stuff. Let us welcome our guest tonight, <laughs> Matt Mann of the Church of Star Wars on TikTok. <laughs> okay, let's bring him in. Uh, this is the way. <laughs> Happy Nick. to be here, everybody. Oh, we're good. 
So, two things. Number one, Matt, man, so glad to have you. Good to be back. Nick, totally, totally was not counting on that. That was awesome. How's my my Matt, man? It's pretty good. You want you want to do a couple? I can take a few days off. That'd be great. <laughs> now we've got our our good friend science fiction remnant down in the comments. There, they're always pushing us on good pods for no, for the number one spot. We're pushing them back when they take it from us. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, they're a really good show. We've been on their show. They've been on here. Uh, go give them a go give them a check out. You guys won't be disappointed that you did. They do some really deep dives into some cool sci fi topics. Um, yeah, but on Good Pods, uh, recently we just took number one on sci fi, comedy fiction, and all fiction channels. So, uh, yeah, we're doing we're doing well over there. So, thank you to everybody who listens and is supporting the show, including our good friends over there at Sci Fi Remnant. Uh, they listen to our show uh, quite often, and, and likewise we listen to theirs. Them. So we do. Right. <laughs> it does. We we support each other. They're good. They're good peeps. All right. We also would like to introduce. Our second guest of the night, the man behind the show, the remover of the buttoms. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. There's a pit bull. There's dogs barking on the sky. It, it was a moment. It was a moment. Yeah. Uh, I, I love it. I was going to say, you know him. I love him, but. Mm. Uh, I love it. <laughs> remover of the buttoms. No. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys. That's just sci-fi remnant. They're happy for us. We're they say we do awesome. So thank you guys. Right back at you as well. Where uh, can people find you, Matt? Matt Man. Uh, they can find me, uh, the Matt Man Show on TikTok. You can search the Matt Man Show or the Church of Star Wars. Uh, either one will probably bring you to me. So yep. And then I'm also on Instagram under the same name and Twitter. And anywhere you would like to go, social media wise, I pretty much like... except for Facebook. I didn't really build a Facebook because yeah, I don't, you're not I, don't know, I honestly don't know why. I don't know if I, people use it as much, so I I just kind of stuck to. I can only do a couple social medias at a time. I I can barely do TikTok as it is. <laughs> well, so, I'm trying not to use Facebook. I actually I, I enjoy Twitter far more than Facebook. So I I can't do Twitter. Twitter just it drives me crazy. Everybody posts. I literally just post like videos on there just so people know that they post. Um, but if I started the rabbit hole that is Twitter, I would probably absolutely my wife would get a divorce. Hundred percent. Mm. Understood. Dangerous. I, I'm kind of wondering who <laughs> him is. Right, which him is it? Is it her daddy or is it the Matt Man that is the nerd? Yeah, I think it's Tim. Or. Oh. It could be, you know, him, Tim. It works. Four of the five people on screen. So, it, well, yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody here is a nerd. I don't know. And if we took, thing. if yeah, if we took a quick, you know, vote survey, who's, who, feel, <laughs> who feels here? like they're a nerd? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Twitter sci-fi is cool. We use a uh, sci-fi no, remnant started a hashtag called uh, "This is sci-fi." And there's a whole bunch of cool people in that community that we've been interacting with on Twitter and very happy to have, have found it. Uh... Oh, there's our answer. There's oh, our answer. It's the daddy. So there we go. You know what though? I'm sorry. Um, what? Who's, who's daddy? John. Oh, okay. 
Okay, I'm not call, I am not calling you that, just so we're clear. That is not John. If, if that's you notice, what you want to be called, that's fine by me. You know, I just want to make sure I know what I'm doing here. Before it came up on the screen, I was like, no, I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm not even reading that. That's just one word that does not cross my lips. <laughs> unfortunately, anyway. for, unfortunately for the tiny person, she will come to realize very quickly that sure, dad's a nerd, mom's a nerd, she's a nerdling. <laughs> And that's our good buddy, Jason, from Three Geeks Podcast. Another great show to check out. Hello, Jason. Yeah, see, Robert has the same question. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, yeah. So, John, we would ask you where people can go to find out more about you. Friday. Uh, But but I think Kathleen wants... Yes, we do have a website. What's that website, John? John has a music website. I'm going to... I am going to put my husband up right now. Yeah. He released a single a couple weeks ago. And he has a website and he has a single up on his YouTube and people should go listen to it because it's awesome. And I'm excited for him. Wait, what? When did this happen? And how come no one told me? It's the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. So okay. you told Nick, but not me. Wait, you told me? No, I, we talked. <laughs> I was like, cause I thought I was that. Oh, you told your wife. Well, that's fine. That's, no, no, you know. no, I didn't. And I was in trouble for about a week. Um, oh, you didn't even tell your wife. You're still in trouble. I am so confused here, but that's okay. All right. <laughs> What's the YouTube? Yeah. Let, let's not do that right now. We, we have other stuff to discuss. Nerdy stuff. Oh, no, no, we don't. No, I think I, think I want to discuss this. I think I think I need to discuss uh, this this song that you wrote. I think we need to play it live on air. I think that's what we need to do right now. I'm going to find it, so I mean, you might as well just... Okay, in my defense, I did not write the lyrics. I wrote the music. I hired somebody else to write lyrics, so... Okay. But I don't know if YouTube will flag us if we play it here for copyright. I don't even care. Okay. (laughs) But it's your your song. How would they flag? It's weird. Um, Let me look it up here. I have now embarrassed the husband, and he never wants to do this again. Oh, My wife does I the do. same thing. Bad, bad things are going okay. to happen to the Wookiee. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, our monthly Star Wars game is not going to fare well for you, Kathleen. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm pretty sure that it's not going to fare well Whoa. for the uh, for the clone trooper either if he plays the video. The choice you make, <laughs> the chances you take, Timothy. <laughs> Come on. All right. Up with the link. Let's go. All right. All right. Chip, all chip, right. chip. I'm working on it. I thought we were talking about like we are, but we you. got other, we we can we can talk about other things while you're finding that. Okay. So also that's true. Uh, while while he's looking up that, we also want to remind you that we do have a brand new website, and we've had it up for about a week, week and a half now. It's uh, it's basically our show name www.fsfpopcast.com. If you go there, you'll see all the latest episodes for both audio and video. You can contact us. Um, and it just reminds you that we just absolutely talk a lot and, uh, you know, you'll have, so, um, all right, one second. I have the link in multiple places, probably. All right, here we go. One second. And we got to click that share button and we're going to share screen and, oh, here we go. All right. We are all sharing. Sharing is happening. Sharing is caring.
All right, I'm going to stop it there because John looks uncomfortable. But John, you have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's a lot <laughs> higher than most people expect. No. I would agree that I was not anticipating your voice to hit those notes, but uh, hey. No, you know. okay. so, We're going to have a different vocalist, but you know. So Jason, if you want to like it 12 times, you just have to make 12 different accounts. And, and, then, after you're, and then after you're done with those 12 likes, just come right over to you know FSF Popcast and subscribe 12 <laughs> more times. So it'll be fine. <laughs> You, you can make it happen. We have faith in you. All right. Well, let's get into tonight's topic. Thanks, John, for letting us uh, put you on the hot seat for a couple seconds there. I had no idea that was going to happen. So, Yeah, I know. But uh, as science fiction remnant would like to remind us, revenge is served cold. Uh, so that's going to suck in about uh, on August 8th, by the way, it's going to suck. <laughs> Space is cold. Exactly. So. He's on it. There you go. All right. So tonight we have we have three different things we want to kind of talk about. Uh, the first little bit is we want to talk about uh, some book mashups, and we're taking book <laughs> titles and we're going to mash them together. They'll be funny. They may not be funny. Uh, I personally found it difficult to make mine funny, so I went with ones that were functional. And if you guys did the same, that's okay. And we may have just more fun making fun of each other's book titles than uh, actual the title itself. I would like to note the inspiration for this was, so there's Pride and Prejudice, but they also have a version called Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So Right. That was the inspiration behind this particular topic. Okay, very good. Uh, so there's that, and then we're gonna, and then we're gonna go from that. We're gonna talk about book that books that were adapted into movies that weren't very good, but we love them anyway. All right, and then we were gonna talk about some some cool Marvel news. A lot has happened over in the San Diego Comic Con. Uh, so, so much has been announced, and there's been some uh, just some really cool news. But there's some amazing news. Some uh, a couple of those trailers are are especially the Wakanda Forever one. We'll get into that later, but that one definitely pulls at the heartstrings when you watch it so uh but yeah so let's get into the nerdy stuff we'll talk right about some books right away our book mashups uh and uh <laughs> science fiction remnant would like to remind you that kathleen that's why you start with the whiskey so 
the milk of amnesia. It's over there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's on it. Uh, I don't have, have any with that, John. All right. So we'll, we'll start with book mashups and what we'll do is we've each got a couple, I think. So we'll each do one, just kind of work our way around the, around the screen. We'll go uh, left to right on top and then go down to Matt and John. And one. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll just go with what we got. Uh, I'll start with my first one. I picked War of the Worlds and Lord of the Rings to come up with the War of the Rings, which I thought was still mm. functional and could still be a, a cool title for something. Uh, and if Peter Jackson's listening, you know, we can talk about title, you know, money and stuff like that. You know, just saying. Could be a thing. And Sam Adams. Anyway. <laughs> so. All right, Kathleen, what's yours? Mine? Well, okay, so this is complicated because I literally was writing it, like, um, during the theme song. Um, <laughs> that happens more Somebody than didn't do their homework. No. Somebody <laughs> Frequently, I don't do homework. Um, no, but I was thinking about it. I was trying to come up with all the different combinations because there are so many different options that you could use that would be either both hilarious or terrible. But it's kind of hard because it's not necessarily a book as much as it's a movie, but I'm pretty sure there's books based off of the movie. And I was combining Romeo and Juliet and The Fast and the Furious. <laughs> okay. And what's the title? I didn't get that far. Okay, good. All right. I don't know. We are off to an amazing start. All right. I didn't know where to go with it. It was just the this concept sounds entertaining to me. Okay. The the racing does. All right, Nick. Let's hear your almost one. Um, I was thinking a mixture between like a Princess Bride and Treasure Planet. Okay. Like the cartoon Treasure Planet, where they have uh, sailboats in space, basically. I think that was Treasure Planet, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah. Uh huh. So I don't know how that would work, but it could be like um, the treasures of the princess or Planet. something like that. Princess Planet. <laughs> The Treasures of the Princess. That's no, that's a different movie. Okay, um, just Princess Planet. Yeah, princess Planet. Is it, a, okay. is it a planet of princesses? Is it a princess that is a planet? A planet. <laughs> or it could be Treasure Bride. Yeah, I hear the crickets on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about it, Nick. I was thinking. Oh, look, squirrel. Anyway, <laughs> squirrel. Uh, all right, Matt, what you got? So I went for a more strictly comedy where I just thought about the funniest, uh, putting the funniest names together. So I came up with, uh, I combined The Fault in Our Stars and The Fellowship of the Ring. And I did The Fault in Our Fellowship of the Ring. Mm. <laughs> and is it just a book about Boromir? It's... It's a book about not a, hopping on the on the eagles okay. and just flying there. Exit, oh. uh, Don Marshall might have something to say about the eagles. <laughs> Princess Planet. See, there you go. All right. All right, John, what do you got? So I actually thought about this. Um, and, you know, we have a three-year-old. I read to her every night, you know, reading different books and everything. And one of her favorites is the monster at the end of the book. Or another monster at the end of the book you know the ones grover and elmo i thought it'd be kind of cool to take that and have it be like 
you know, they get to the last page and it's Cthulhu. <laughs> I mean, why not traumatize your toddler, right? That sounds terrifying, and I would read it. Okay. Elmo gets his face eaten off. Elmo, Elmo doesn't like that. Elmo doesn't want his face eaten off. Please don't. All right. I'm calling Matt Man. <laughs> that was Matt Man. Yes. That was me. Yeah. It was. It was me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't do an Elmo voice. So that was definitely was not me. Um. Let's see. Uh, my second one, I had I took the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, Witch of the Wardrobe, and combined it with Foundation from Isaac Asimov, and came up with the Chronicles of the Foundation: the Dawn, the Day, and the Dusk. Water. No. <laughs> water. Yeah. Sorry. No water. I'm talking. It's no okay. That's all right. So, <clears throat> so yeah. So uh, I'm just getting dawn, a refill of water. Yes, of course, water, water, of course. But of course it's water. All right, Kathleen, do you have any other attempts or? No. No, Nick, was that? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm done. I'm spent. That's all I got. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, the fact that I'm here is kind of amazing because my brain is pudding. Could you have at least come up with a, a, a title for the first one you thought of? No. <laughs> In the time yeah. that we had? No, I think she's just. I think she's just taking Jason Taylor's <laughs> comment and just yeah. like, yeah, I'm good with that. We're gonna go with that. That's yep. the one. The one fast from Ohio came up with something good. We're fast, Ro oh fast Romeo gosh. and Juliet. Fast Romeo. And All right, Nick. Do you have anything else, or was that was that the one? Um, I kind of played around with the idea of. Um, I Transformers, even though that's more of a movie. Uh, but mixed with, oh, I just had it. Oh, the Pendragon series. So it, it's like a, a time travel adventure type thing to different planets. But I think adding some Transformers in there. So it could be like Pendragon, Dragon. the dark side of the moon or something like that. The, dra the Dragonformers. Something. This is going swimmingly, by the way. I just want to point I love that this. out. This, this is, is fantastic. This is our this, this is, is our best segment ever. Best this is the segment, best segment we've ever had. I, uh, Mad Libs. Oh god. No, no, it wasn't. Okay, yes, it was. Oh, the dog's uh, here. But... <laughs> All right, Matt, do you have any others? I do. Thank you, honey. Um <laughs> Daddy? Um uh, no, no. <laughs> so okay so again i literally just went what would be funny title mashes without thinking of any context whatsoever so i combined game of thrones and hunger games and just came up with game of games game of games <laughs> game of hungry thrones game of hungry games or uh <laughs> hunger thrones <laughs> is that like where you have four hippos but you replace them with thrones and then you have hungry hungry thrones and they yes. kind of come out of the center yes okay See, but I'm imagining the game of games having it be the, still the Hunger Games, but now suddenly it's the houses fighting. But they're all oh my god! Game, game of Games to me sounds like something that would have been on the show How I Met Your Mother and made by Barney. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's in the book. That's in the bro right. code. 
It's exactly. A for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's the game of oh. games. Oh my gosh. All right, John, what else you got? You know, everything else was just permutations on that same idea of horrible things happening to recurring characters in children's stories. Um, Instead, <laughs> you could take the sh- the book, uh, uh, Are You My Mother? And the, the movie Predator and Are You My Predator? There's that. Um, <laughs> no, no, legitimately, with the, you keep wanting to do things to terrible, do terrible things to children's book characters. Do, do you need help? No, we all no. do. That's just... I have this wonderful monthly therapy session for a couple hours where I, I get to, you know, um, torture inflict, your inflict pain. Yes. All right. I get to spend time in my colorless world. <laughs> in your clinical <laughs> setting, yes. Uh, let's see. I've got. I have in Iowa. <laughs> where they're testing snakes. All right. Uh, let's see. I've got two left. Mm. I am Legend and mixed with Legendborn which happens to be Kendall's favorite book ever. And she told me if I was going to use Legendborn, I have to mention her name. So I'm mentioning Kendall's name. uh, But if she doesn't show up in the comments, this will never happen again. Anyway, uh, so I am Legend and Legendborn uh, equals I am Legendborn. I don't know. That was kind of one of my weaker ones. Actually, the last two are pretty weak. Uh, I am number four in the book, 1984. I am 1984. How did you know? It's like it's like you knew, Matt. Did you have any others before we we move on? Uh, uh, I had. Running? I probably have one more. We got some it's in the not comments. Not very good though. I got. Uh, um, well, that's a good. To one, kill, uh, to kill a mockingbird and Harry Potter. Uh, to kill a half blood prince. Oh. <laughs> J.K. Rowling is going to owe you some money. She's going to use that. She <laughs> <hears> <laughs> that's the last I got. But again, it was just like. No, it's good. Threw some titles together. Jason also had one. Uh, cat, cat and the, the Peach. peach. <laughs> oh, James and the Giant Peach. Cat and the yeah, Cat and yep. the Hat. Cat and the Peach. Okay, I'm assuming that's what he meant. Oh, there it is. Woo! I spelled it Iran. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, honey. We all spell things Iran from time to time. She's gonna I love you, Kendall. Uh, that made my night right there. Just being able to say it was Iran. So, all right. So let's move on yeah. to segment two, and hopefully this will be a less painful. Uh, <laughs> so there's move. We talked about book mashups, but now there's books that have been made into movies, <clears throat> and of course you can't always fit everything that's in a book into a movie, and so sometimes the adaptation doesn't go very well, and sometimes, in my opinion, they go horribly. So, I want to know the book adaptations that are really bad in your opinion, but you love them anyway. Uh, and we're going to let Kathleen go last because it looks like she still has her notepad out. Oh, no, I, I was coming up with other ones. I oh, actually sh- was having more thoughts after I had an initial thought. Whoa. I'm not scared. You're scared. Shut up. All right, next. Uh, <laughs> that's all it takes to fuel the brain. Okay. Uh, let's go. We'll see. We'll, we'll start with Nick. See what uh, See what he's got. So I went with the book Sphere and the movie Sphere. The movie, uh, the casting was great. You had Dustin Hoffman. You had um, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Sharon Stone, I believe it is. And oh, uh, I would tell you it would, but I don't have it pulled up. Um, but I thought the casting was great. Uh, it left out 
some things from the book and it changed up how the book was set like they plus it was made you know early 90s so they did a whole lot of mashing together kind of thing mm -hmm. in the late 90s fashion that it does late 90s really 1998 oh google well it was still that era of <laughs> hey let's just take a book and mash it all to fit within a time frame right and the book was spectacular it's one of those books where once you get reading it you just cannot put it down um the movie ends up uh feels a little slow in parts where the book just kind of like keeps it going and yeah okay all right um uh, okay so what is it about why do you still like the movie though so what's great is i've read the book and then i watched the movie i actually saw the movie before i realized it was a book and then i was like oh well, let's read the book and then i enjoyed the book but then i went back and watched <clears throat> the movie and then i went back and read the book i kind of went back and forth and the voices and how the actors portrayed the characters just meshed with how it is in the book. So every time I read the book, I hear those characters in my head. Okay. Like they just did a good job in portraying the character themselves that I now hear it in the book, no matter what. Okay. Fair enough. All right, John, what you got? So it's not the greatest movie in the world by any means. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay. I love you know, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay. For good reason. The book is amazing. You know, the books, comic books. Um, maybe not the literature you had in mind, Tim, but it's literature. It's literature. I'll go with it. Yeah. But it's still if you if you're not familiar with the source material, it's still a fun movie. It, you know, looks mm -hmm. beautiful. Sean Connery's in it. I mean, he quit acting because of that movie, but that, that's that's irrelevant. Um, well, he should have. Well, you know. Uh, I, I Yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. I'm kind of glad they didn't include everything they had in the books because it would not have been as family friendly. But I still thought it was fun. That movie is on my list of just a watch kind of thing. Like, I will watch it if it's on kind of thing. Or it's in that list of I'm watching it just because. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's totally campy, but it's it's fun. It's a fun <laughs> camp. It's I saw the way I can explain it because yeah. It's There's slightly just some... better. Slightly better than Batman and Robin. It's all, and only only That's because court, they didn't only because they didn't put nipples on Quartermain. Exactly. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Had they done that, game over. Uh, it would have been yeah. funnier if they were on the Invisible Man. Oh god, I would have liked to die. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna need more water. <laughs> I would offer you a tiny bottle. <laughs> Welcome to the no, no tiny episode. bottles. 
Okay. All right. So what is it about the movie that you still love, though? Just the, the, the camp and the just sense of adventure, I guess, that um, it still has. Connery? What's right. Hmm? Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and of course, right. any, just about anything with Sean Connery is going to be reasonably good. I really think Nick, Nick should schedule it. I, I do like the concept of how they took, like, Dr. Dreckel and Mr. Hyde, the Invisible Man, mm -hmm. uh, Neo from the... 20,000 Leagues. Tw yeah, that's it. Nemo. Um, Dorian Gray. I, I knew who and, he meant. Yeah. It's a Victorian era of Avengers, sort of. Yeah. And that, that I thought that was fun. Victorian was, Suicide however, Squad. I was, however, today years old when I realized that the guy who plays Rodney Skinner is the same guy who plays Van Gogh in Doctor Who. Well, there's that. Okay, there's that. Yeah. All right, I was looking up the information because that's what I do. Yeah, no worries. That's and cool. hurt my brain. All right, uh, let's go. Let's go to Matt. Matt, what you got? Okay, so I misunderstood the assignment. Uh, I thought it was just uh, movies that were different from the books, but still turned out okay. Not were supposed to be bad. Um, well, that's fine. We'll, I was we'll going to pick. I was going to pick Lord of the Rings. Because a lot good. of the stuff go he did, it. like he changed a lot of stuff from the books, but like I still think it turned out fantastic. But if we're gonna go with the first assignment, I did think of one thing. Uh, I don't know if this counts, but Batman v Superman compared to The Dark Knight Returns. Mm. Yeah. Dark Knight Returns is phenomenal, and the fact that they Zack Snyder even had the guts to say this was the inspiration, I'm just like, no, no. ooh. I, I just I was very disappointed, but I still watch it from time to time. I'll still watch the Ultimate Edition. I still get some enjoyment out of it. Mm -hmm. I still like uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. Henry Cavill's Superman is still good. So... Why'd you say that name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the bad part. That's the part. Um, my mommy's Martha but... too. Oh God, <laughs> I'm not really helping my point, but um. <laughs> <laughs> not a good movie but it, i i still find some good things in it i guess yeah. i also can say this now because apparently J uh, george rr R. martin said that all the new game of thrones books are going to be different than what the show did so now that the show is officially different from the books we can we can probably put that on the list as um very different and hot garbage, but still somewhat enjoyable. <laughs> okay, but are they coming out anytime this century? No, no, I'll be dead. <laughs> no, uh, we'll all he be doesn't. dead. But he'll be dead. You know, <laughs> he's gonna release them like Tupac, one release a year. <laughs> oh my god! Season eight was trash. The rest of it was okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know if I liked seven as much, but eight was definitely where it lost me, for sure. Eight was I where mean, it was just like they just wanted to hurry up and get that paycheck. Yeah. Right. Other than the the death of the um, crud, the White King guy, Night like, King, the Night King. Yeah. Other than that, season eight was crap. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. Honestly, I Matt, I almost picked Batman versus Superman. Did you um, almost pick Batman versus Superman? Yeah, but yeah, my that was like my second choice because mm -hmm. I have a first choice. But first, I want to hear what Kathleen has to pick. Oh, yep. I have a list. Oh God. And, and that's why I want to hear what you got. Ooh, I hate it when she says that. This one. Um, <laughs> usually so, that means John's in trouble, but. Movies that, I, movies that I liked, even though they were not accurate to the book. I love the Hobbit trilogy. 
even yep. though there is no reason that it needs to be a trilogy. It took me an hour and a half to read the book. I don't need six hours to watch the movie. You mean the Battle of the Five Armies didn't happen? <laughs> the love triangle was not there. It didn't need to exist. Was Legolas? You mean Legolas wasn't there either? No. Oh, sad face. Um, <laughs> it's implied because he's from Mirkwood. I mean, he could have been there just in the background. He wasn't there. Uh, you don't know. But there were no. There was no delegation of elves at Helm's Deep. <laughs> I'm just saying. The Divergent series. I liked the books. The books are literally on my shelf back there. The movies were crap. I think Kendall would actually agree with you on that one because I think she did it in reverse order. She watched the movies, loved the movies, and I think she went back and read the books and then hated and the movies. And then you realize how horrible the movies are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have never been happy with any of the portrayals of the Chronicles of Narnia on screen. The the one for, that PBS did as like a mini series in the late 80s was okay, but they only did The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. They didn't do the rest of the series. Boy, I don't even remember that. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. No, the I didn't. That was a thing is my parents loved it and we had it recorded off the TV on VHS. Dang. Ah, gotcha. Okay. I remember those days that's, recording. That's on dedication. VHS. It oh. is. Like that one, that one is good. The movie is good. The the major motion picture one is good, but none of them have done full justice to the books and they have never completed the series. They have I never played past like Prince Caspian. See, well, no, they did the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, but it wasn't very good. Right, it flopped, and so then it, they was, hor- it was horrible. And Chris Caspian wasn't that great to begin with either. I did enjoy the first movie quite a bit. I thought that was pretty good. Um, not accurate, but I thought it was pretty good. Right, right, it was good if you don't know the story. If you've read the book, then it's not a great yeah. adaptation. No, no, no. It has its. It definitely has its flaws. The other one that got me, and this is completely nerdy. Is a Great Gatsby. See, I've never the watched the Gatsby movie. Is not accurate to the book. It doesn't have the same feeling that the book does. It is gorgeous. It is beautifully mm-hmm. done. I love the combination of the the modern music and the 1920s vibe. Which like version have, of the Gatsby? The new one? Actually, either of them. But I was going with the newer one of Leonardo okay. DiCaprio. That's the one that I was thinking of. It's it's really well done. It's visually very cool. But it is not accurate to the book. It does not have the same feeling that the book does. And that's, it, it's not fair to the story itself. Okay. But that also, I mean, that's not stopping me from having it on my shelf because I yeah. love the movie. But I get that. Better. All right. We I have also that? a fan of the opera. We what? have that? We have that movie? Yes, it's under G for great. <laughs> Because our DVDs are alphabetized. Or Gatsby. It could go either way. You know, there's G's. But it's not under T, because that's... That, that just I don't like when people do... When places do that. Mm-mm. They put all the thes. No, that pisses me off, that. because that doesn't don't count. Don't do that. That no. does not count. And they are numerical and then alphabetical. Uh-huh. Except for the TV series are alphabetical and then numerical. But that's different. Gotcha. Okay. TV series are separated from the movies, and the DVDs are separated from the Blu-rays. I just shove gotcha. all my movies in the in the cabinet here. They're all just kind of there. I had far There's too much no time system. on my hands trying to sort things out. I actually may have done that like end of pregnancy because it was the 
I needed to nest. I needed to do something, and I already cleaned the baseboards. Fair DVDs enough. and Blu-rays still exist. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I still buy the. I still like to buy the physical stuff if I can, right? like unless it's on yeah. Disney Plus or I own Disney Plus and HBO and all that stuff now, so it's kind of like pointless. But like for video games, like when I bought the, when I got my PS5, <laughs> I made sure was that. Oh, all the thes in the world are now sad. <laughs> I apologize to all the thes in the world, but I yeah, don't. I made sure my PS5 was the con, like the disc version, because I was like, I buy all the physical discs. I want the cover art. I want like all that yeah. stuff. I don't want digital. So, so for like me, it, it, it largely depends on what the movie is and whether or not I want to have the physical version. I keep very few digital. Or I mean, very few physical. I mean, my I think my Voodoo library is up over 180 titles right now, but. I, I, most of my stuff is either stuff that I have a digital copy of, excuse me, or something that that I'm streaming from one of my 27 subscriptions every month. So I started putting my movies on YouTube because I'm always going to have a YouTube and I don't have to pay to have a YouTube. Until the Russians take it from you. I think his Hi, cat Matt. Him. We lost Matt for a second, looks like. Oh, cat. Oh. oh, well, yes, there was a cat involved. Uh, yeah, dig I'm mostly digital too. I'd probably say 95 digital, 5% uh, with the uh, with the actual disc. Like, there's things that I would never want to get rid of on disc. Like, I have uh, the entirety of the Star Wars series is all all Star Wars is is physical <clears throat> plus digital. But yeah, whoops, <laughs> it what happens. Cats are evil. So, all right, well, cats cats are evil. I'm sorry. They I are, will say they're... what I like about the digital movies is if I go to like a friend's house and they're like, hey, let's watch a movie, I can throw in my list of movies and be like, well, I also have these. What do you got? Right. There you go. I didn't know you could add them to YouTube. Yeah. So YouTube literally, well, I don't really add them, but I, I purchase movies through YouTube. And then I, oh, that way. Literally, okay. I literally have like a section of just movies. Okay. See, John and I have uh, the Sci-Fi Remnant says that uh, he got booted because of the those. Mm. Mm. I got booted because it's so... I've been canceled. John, John and I both kind of have that paranoia of the at some point the the robot overlords are going to take our our entertainment from us. So if we have the physical copies, they can't steal those. Which is why I keep Star Wars on Blu-ray because you know nothing they can do about that. Anyway, uh, All right, John, the robot overlords. I welcome our robot overlords. Mickey is our master now. That's right. right. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Uh, wow! Nice. Uh, let's see. All right. So for my bad bad adaptation, uh, I picked the book and movie Ready Player One. Ooh. So if you if you've read the book, you know that the movie is wildly different than the book. Um, so I, in three main areas, and these are the main the areas that bug me the most. Uh, number one. The race for the keys it is so different. In, in the beginning of the of the movie, you start off and there's an actually physical race. That's not what it is in the book. In the book, it's the you know you have to search for it. You have to get involved, play the game of joust. You have to beat the, you know, you have to beat them, and and then says the vehicle race. Uh, and that was for the copper key. And then the jade key, which was second, you know, in the book, you had to recite all of the war games movie, and you had to do it correctly with only uh, I think two or three mistakes allowed. And um, instead, in the movie, it's they go uh, they go and get inserted into the movie The Shining, which had nothing to do with the book uh, at all, which was still a cool scene in the movie, but it wasn't in the book. 
And then thirdly, uh, or secondly, rather, um, how Parsifal and Artemis or Wade and Samantha meet in the book is way cooler. So in the book, uh, Wade or Parsifal has been fanboy crushing on Artemis for years. He has a massive crush on her and he meets up with her uh, at the jousting section uh, for the first key, the copper key. And, he, you know, and there's this whole thing that goes on there with them. And he's like, he's blushing hardcore, trying to flirt a little bit, failing, you know, miserably. In the movie, she crashes her bike. They go to H's house. She help, H helps fix, you know, and they talk there for a little bit. And it's like, you know, hey, here's my card. Call me sometime. That's not how it worked out in the book. It's just, it was a lot lackluster uh, in, in the movie versus the book. Um, and then thirdly, the thing that probably bugs me the most is that in the book, Irock is a wuss. He's just a guy who talks big. Want, he's a gunter who gets out there and wants to show like he's, you know, big, bad, and he talks up a big game, but nothing ever really comes of it. He, he never really accomplishes anything. He's not important. In the movie, he's kind of like a mercenary gun for hire uh, of, uh, oh God, I can't remember the guy, the bad guy's name all of a sudden. Oh, but anyway, yeah, the main bad guy. Yeah. Anyway, so he's supposed to be like, um, you know, uh, the bad guy's big gun for hire and and his, you know, ace in the hole who, who goes after, you know, Parzival and, and Artemis and just that never happens in the book. And that really does bug me anyway. So uh, but I love it anyway, because. The, the bad guy whose name is Nolan. Yeah. Well, I can't remember his last name. I don't remember his Sorrento. first name is Nolan. Sorrento. Thank you. Sorry, I was just getting crap for forgetting the name Nolan. No, I was thinking Sorrento, but I was also I kept thinking Cyanus, and I'm like, no, no, that's Birds oh. of Prey. Uh, that's Birds of Prey. It would, uh, anyway, it would have been funnier if he'd forgotten his first name. No, I I knew it was I knew it was Nolan. Just could not remember Sorrento. But anyway, I love the movie because it's still it's still a fun movie to watch even though they, they skip over and miss some very excruciatingly, glaringly important parts, and they, they add some things that were never there to begin with and take out some things, you know. Um, I also think that part of the reason why they did that is because there had to be some mass, because that, that book is so pop culture heavy, in order to get the rights to everything, probably was excruciatingly painfully expensive. And so I'm thinking that they probably skipped over a few things in order to accomplish that. But that's my movie. That was a bad adaptation of a book, but I love it anyway. I love Ready uh, Ready Player One. I love the book. I love Will Wheaton's reading of the book. He is an amazing narrator for that book. And he does a really good job on a couple of other of Ernest Klein's books as well, including Armada and Ready Player Two. So that's all I got. I actually really liked oh. my Ready Player One. I never read the book, but I was actually a really big fan of the movie. I've seen it several times now. Yeah, I really, I really, really liked it. Um, I, I, I'd like to see him do a Ready Player Two movie. Um, yep, I would like to see a but, sequel. Sure. Yeah, uh, the the story for Ready Player Two isn't as good as Ready Player One, but it, it it's it still clicks all the buttons. It still does what it's supposed to do. It's still fun. Uh, it's a good listen if if you're not liking to read books. And you want to listen to it? I strongly suggest getting the audiobook and listen to Will Wheaton narrate it. It's fantastic. So, anyway, all right, that's that's that segment. Let's move on. We'll get into some quick Marvel news. Uh, 
So, yeah, the San Diego Comic-Con is just chock full of information over the last couple days. Like, crazy amounts. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's not even just Marvel news. There's some DC news that's come out, too, uh, mm-hmm. with the Shazam trailer, Black Adam uh, as well. But um, it's DC, so don't really care. That's what that stands for. Don't care. Only if it's on the CW. <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh, I've lost faith in the CW. Don't CW even, stands for can't don't, watch. Don't don't bring it up anymore. I was can't so watch, heartbroken. Can't watch. Don't care. That's Although right. I did enjoy watching Smallville, personally. Oh yeah, no, I actually even up. the Arrowverse was good up to a point, and then mm-hmm. it just completely <laughs> crapped the bread. Right. right? And oh. then it was just like one teenage heartbreak romance after another. It was like, oh, he won't go to prom with me. I'm so sad. It's and such I a shame, track. too, because the actors that they got to play these characters are still really good choices. They do like, yeah. I actually think they can replace Ezra Miller with Grant Gustafson and nobody would care because he's such I, a good flash. You could I would totally prefer do that it. They did. Yeah, just do it. Like, people know was, who he is. Yeah, honestly, I was ticked in the beginning when they announced Ezra Miller and not Grant Gustin because I was like, Grant yeah. Gustin is a perfect choice. So, I, I think with like the me. multiverse and everything, they could totally do it. They could just bring, they could even just say it's not the same Grant Gustafson. It's just another multiversal person who looks like him, but it's not connected <laughs> at all. Because at this point, this Warner Brothers is just throwing everything there's like 17 jokers 15 batmans no one cares about anything just put them in at what this point if you're not gonna work? care if you're not gonna care just do it i'll still watch it and it will be better just just do it yeah probably so uh but let's talk about some of that marvel news instead of the don't care network there's so much of it right there's a lot so let's start off um with the biggest bang of the weekend, in my opinion, and maybe you'll see what you guys think of it, the Wakanda Forever trailer. Mm-hmm. Whew. Many feels. The music yeah. is yeah. so beautiful. Oh, the, yeah. Um, who was, I think it was, uh, I think it was Straw Hat who, who did a video uh, about how the impact of that, of that trailer yeah. and what it meant to go from uh, Bob Marley's No Woman, No Cry to Kendrick Lamar's It's Gonna Be All Right. And how that how that mix crossed over and what that meant to him and for somebody who who looks like him who's somebody different from me for a different perspective from my life and and I just yeah I mean the man as he's talking to us has tears running down his face because of the impact of this of this trailer to him and I was just like yeah it's gonna be a hard movie to watch but I think it's gonna be a really really good movie to watch and I love that they are making. Chadwick Boseman's death real in the the universe too that not only are we grieving him for real that the characters are grieving the loss of life yeah. like that's huge agreed and I'm that, yeah. a lot. that that scene that scene is probably going to be the most powerful scene in the movie because no one will be acting no no one will be acting that will all be real and it it is going to I'm going to I'm not emotionally prepared for this I am not no. emotionally ready for this movie, I I will absolutely be crying in the theater for sure. Like there's you know, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. Like remember in the old school, old school days of 3D movies where you walked in, they would hand you the 3D glasses, mm-hmm. like the red and blue on one side. They need <laughs> to be handing out like little like little <laughs> Kleenex packs as you walk yeah, in. Absolutely. Here's yours. We here's yours. Kleenex. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there, there's going to be tears shed. Yeah. I. Yeah. That, I was. That choking, trailer, I was choking up in the trailer. It, it looks really good too. Like a lot of it looks really well shot. A lot of it looks uh, like really well acted. Yeah. So um, excited for Namor. I don't know much about Namor though. Is he going to be the villain of this movie? He can Is he be. Technically yes. the villain. I thought he was a hero. Or if I am I mistaken? Because I don't know. Much, I don't know like anything about well, this character. In in comic book lore, I'm not I'm not huge on Namor, but Wakanda and uh, Namor's people, the Atlanteans, do battle. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm assuming he's times. going to be the antagonist, but not necessarily like not necessarily evil. end of the world villain type of thing. It's no, probably going to be right. like a. It's going to be resolved by the end of it. I I take I it as uh, this is go- there's going to be a large misunderstanding mm-hmm. and yeah. they're going to fight and uh, you know uh, I don't think it's going to be a best friend cop buddy movie by the end of it all but I do think that no. there will be some level of resolution between the land dwellers and the sea dwellers uh, basically he's he's Marvel's Aquaman you know yeah largely I oh I love uh, John go ahead because I just okay. I just made you, I just made you fun. Namor came out. Before Aquaman, all right. Um, he was actually he fought in World War II with Captain America in the original uh, robotic human torch. There I am. There we go. There you are. You're in focus finally. Um, so yeah, but like you were saying, I, I don't think it's going to be the that they're really enemies. Somebody's putting them against each other. Doctor, like that. That's what I'm hoping for. <sighs> Yes. Yes. Especially so, since the variant is supposed to be next to Sokovia. Yes. Yeah. And in the trailer, there's the um, uh, uh, picture of one of the Dora Milaje who somehow is connected through the Dora Milaje to Doctor Doom somehow. And they showed her, but she's not in the typical red and yellow of the Dora Milaje. She's in like a, a blue and green type outfit. So I don't remember her name and I wish I would now that I'm bringing all this up. Um, But yeah, I can't help you with that one because I have no idea what you're talking about either. Yeah, I understand. I would Google it otherwise. But yeah, so there's there's supposed to be a Dr. Doom connection in here somewhere. And I think that that's the person behind the scenes who's directing Namor and and uh, uh, Wakanda against each other. Do you think they'll do that that early though? Because if I recall, please correct me if I'm wrong. Fantastic Four, I don't think is until is it Phase Six or Seven? Phase Six. I mean, I is, is it Phase? I'm sorry. Is it Phase Phase uh, Five or Six? I think it's. Six. I believe it's. I believe it's the starting Phase Six. It's starting Phase Six, so we have a whole other so. phase uh, to go before we even get to that. November eighth, twenty twenty-four. So that's six. Yeah, that's. I can't believe they planned this like. They announced I, everything. I had to scroll mm-hmm. so freaking far down this article to find where Fantastic Four was on it. I, I, I think insane. what we're gonna, I think what we're gonna find with Doctor Doom, is that we're not necessarily going to see him, but they're gonna plant seeds for him, kind of like they did with Thanos, all the mm-hmm. way along. There's little clues and hints, and you might see him, uh, like at the end of certain movies at a post-credit scene for just a couple seconds. Right. I don't, I don't think it's gonna be anything where he's an integral part of the story just yet i think they're gonna thanos it they're gonna spread it out which i'd be happy with right i don't want to i don't want to even see i don't want to see him that much right away i think they need to definitely play him up right and they have to do it right yeah he's got to do dr doom right because i think they will because 
I think they've learned like because the last two times, we, actually, not even I, I should I shouldn't say that because I can't remember the actor. But the first Doctor Doom actually wasn't terrible. He wasn't. But I don't think the, the script itself um, was just bad. The no, the script itself was bad, but the costume looked great. The actor was fine. I I, I but I think with the last one, they're like, okay, so. And Marvel has been doing a lot, like, hi. They've been a lot more accurate, I think, lately. With, like, <laughs> they've just been like, you know what? We're just going to, I don't care if it looks like a silly costume. I don't care if it's a silly idea. Right. Let's just do it. So I think, yeah. I think they will do it correctly, but I have been wrong before. So, you know. Yeah, I think the fact that they finally <laughs> got it away from Fox will give us a chance at having something yeah. that's. <laughs> I don't trust anything coming from from Fox with superheroes. So, or awesome space westerns. Too soon, Nick. Still too soon. <laughs> but you know, in the next two years, we're gonna get like oh, Firefly. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, I was like, I was trying to figure out what he was trying to say. I was like, what? Yeah, it's fun. He's he's talking about Firefly. I had to think about uh, it for a second. I have to move past the pain. Oh, move past the pain. It's not there. You won't notice. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah. So there's that. There's also the the trailer for She-Hulk that came out. We have another trailer. I was. Oh, just, that show I was, looks hysterical. I was excited to see Matt Murdock. I, I want to. I I I kind of hope he's in it a little bit more than just the last episode flash scene kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, there. From what I've read, that you're going to see some interaction that uh, not only him, but uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character, who, why can't I think of the big guy? Kingpin? Kingpin. Kingpin. Thank you. My brain is just like gone tonight. Um, shut up, Kathleen. Uh, but yeah, so. You uh, tell me to shut up before I start talking. That's not fair. I, I knew where you were going. <laughs> anyway, but you're. to do that. From what I. From, I myself at that point. Not too much water, I, Tim. Too much water. Exactly. From what I've read, though, that we will see uh, both um, Daredevil and Kingpin it mixed in the show a little bit here and there. So, and yeah, so it's cool. also going to be cool because there's in some of the, the, if you still frame the trailer, you see Daredevil in his red and yellow suit. Yes. Which looks awesome. So the the, the original Daredevil, red and yellow, red and yellow, red and now that's not how that song goes. Anyway. Was, um, yeah. I was also very happy to see that she looked at the camera. She's talking to the camera. Fourth they're, wall. they're keeping it in. I think that this is a, this is also, I think, going to be a test run for Daredevil. Not Daredevil, I'm sorry, Deadpool. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I think this is going to be a test run. Because, like, obviously we know who Deadpool is, but some of the, a lot of the kids, hopefully, unless their parents brought them, a lot of the kids watching the MCU may not know who Deadpool is. They may not know what breaking the fourth wall looks like. So this would be a good kind of test to kind of like, okay. Introduce it, yeah. Introduce it, and then that way when we bring Deadpool in, we're not just because he does it a lot. He so does. It's like, we're not just shoving it in people's faces. This is like we're gonna get them used to it. And I like too. Um, they yeah. just brought Deadpool and Deadpool two and Logan to Disney Plus over the weekend. Did they bring Logan to Disney Plus? I didn't know they, they did. did that. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, they did. I've been waiting for that one to come to Disney Plus. So I feel like because they're bringing that to the Disney Plus, and then it's having She Hulk break the fourth wall. It's the Come on, people! Put Ryan Reynolds back in the suit. Oh, the, yeah, right. they will. I, I think he's already been pretty much confirmed for it, oh, and yeah. it's going to be rated R. Like they, they wouldn't dare do it without him. But I already know I love this show. Full, full, mm -hmm. simpler right here. Just like this trailer, it looks funny. Uh, 
I actually don't care about the, a lot of people complain about the CGI. I really don't. I try not to judge a show on that stuff. I'm sure the animators did everything they could with what they had. Um, and I think it actually looks better in the second trailer, to be honest. I think they have done some improvements. But it actually really looks funny. It looks like they got the character correct. It looks like um, they're bringing back Deadpool. They got the fourth brawl breaking. It looks fun. I already. I think this is probably one of the most excited I've ever been for like a project that they've announced for Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Like this is the most excited I've been. So I feel like I'll be very biased towards this show. Full disclosure, full stop. But fair enough. I get that. Uh, and I did include in the notes, there's a really cool article from polygon.com about the, uh, all the upcoming shows and what the future for Marvel's uh, phase five and six looks like and all the launch dates, the shows that are coming through. Uh, one of the ones that I'm really excited for uh, is uh, secret invasion. It's going to be a Disney Plus show. It's supposed to be um, a, a TV mature. It's going to be the first rated R style show really? on Disney Plus. Ooh. Yeah, uh, it's going to be. Yeah, it's with uh, Nick Fury and uh, and um, oh goodness and Talos are going to team up. It's going to be like a conspiracy thriller. Scrolls have infiltrated Earth and. Uh, Colby Smolder was at San Diego Comic-Con said it's basically going to be like a high stakes guessing game every week. And there's going to be some really cool cameos and everything else, but it's going to be uh, somewhere between TV 14 and TVM. So it's going to be, that's, that's going to be good. They're going to be pushing the envelope on, on that show. So that's, that should be a lot of fun to watch. I'm excited for Loki season two. I am too. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm really excited too. Now, one of the other things in, um, the the uh, Wakanda Forever trailer. That's what I was trying to think of. Is the the just the splits the split second of Ironheart? Yep. Yeah, and so I'm excited for that. And then you know that's coming out in fall of 2023. That will be a Disney Plus series as well. But we'll see a little bit of Ironheart in between now and then in different shows. Um, yeah, first in Wakanda Forever, and then I'm not sure where else she's supposed to pop up again, but. I'm glad yeah. they're doing it in Wakanda. I'm glad they're doing it in Wakanda forever because I'm very tired of the shows. Like we're gonna wait ten seasons for them to get their suit, but like if she has her like the Mach One in this, mm-hmm. hopefully by the show she'll just have her like literally she'll start this show off with the suit. She'll already be established, and they can kind of just, like they don't have to kind of take the whole journey bit like origin story. So right. I'm yeah. glad that they're introducing her in something else first to kind of get her established. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Excited. I'm excited too about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because awesome. it specifically says, I mean, it's going to be February of next year, so February 2023. But they meet their greatest foe yet. Kang. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that where? Oh, okay. Yeah, and Kang then, is supposed to be in it. And everything I'm hearing, he looks amazing and terrifying. And then that ends up with the Avengers of the King Dynasty in May of 2025. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a nice long play and and I'll yeah, it should be, it should be good should be good. All right, and just quickly because we are already so over time, uh, we're four oh, minutes are we over. over. Yeah, we're oh. over, but it's okay. We don't care. Whoops. Um, Time's a funny uh, concept. It's not like anybody's going on after us. So. Uh, just real quick, the the ending of Miss Marvel. Yeah, that's what I was really going to talk about. I really enjoyed that show. 
I really, I really enjoyed that show. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was really hoping it would be a couple more episodes long just because of how much I enjoyed watching it every single week. And mm-hmm. I love Kamala Khan. Um, Imani, uh, who's playing it, is was born to be Kamala Khan. Perfect. She is a perfect, perfect casting. Absolutely wonderful. And just so, so good at that role. Um, and I love the fact that uh, at the end of the episode, there was the when they said mutant, uh, Nick alerted me to this. I had to go back and watch it because I was like, he's like, yeah, did you hear the music? I'm like, what music? He goes, you didn't hear the music? No, I didn't hear the music. I had you to go back. The... <laughs> they, uh, I went back and I played it and I was like, they're really doing it. Oh, my God. Here's the question, though. Which one? Because they've done this before. Which one of the titles that they announced do you think is the false title and it's going to be an X-Men movie? Because you can't just say that here and then wait till like uh, phase seven to bring that up again. So I guarantee you one of these movie titles is a false one and it's going to be an X-Men movie. I wonder which one. If X-Men 97 will... You think that's going to be... I think it's... No... I think that's to introduce it, but I think I'm. I think they're going to still bring them in. Like, like I think one of these titles. This is my conspiracy theory. I think Ooh, one of the titles conspiracy. that they announced is fake because they've done this before. They've announced the title mm-hmm. and it's been something else to hide what they really want to do. So, I think one of these titles is false, and it's going to be an X Men movie. So I think it's either. Gonna, I think it's going to be Secret Wars. Will be the the. Uh, I think so the too. Fake. I think so, Secret Wars are going to be the fake. They have mentioned it in She-Hulk that people are becoming mm, what phrase they use something like that, like enhanced yeah. people, enhanced beings yeah. of sorts. So mm-hmm. I think we're starting to see the X Men kind of come in, and I can see that Secret Wars being the X Men introduction or i think so too yeah because that i think that lends itself to a more mature rating if they're going to do something that's a little bit more mature and a little bit more edgy i think that'd be the perfect ip to do it with so yeah i i because and then don't they already have secret invasion from a marketing standpoint it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to do secret wars and secret invasion well if they do them both it's just because they're trying they're you know, they're glad handing the, the fans because that's what they're doing if they if they do them both. Um, true. But but I mean, if you look at the cover of uh, Secret Wars, I, I'm like, yeah, we could we could get rid of that and just call it a, you know, that could that could go. That could go X-Men. We could do that. So I think it's, totally different. it's, a, it's actually about the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spilled my water. So that's why Daredevil's getting so many episodes. Okay. Water <laughs> abuse. <laughs> I was I was a little bit hesitant. What did they say? They say 16? 16 or 18, it? yeah. At 18 episodes. Uh, that's a lot. I I I ooh, that's I think what the CW suffered from a lot. Too many episodes. So I'm actually very I think 13 was the sweet spot. I was gonna say I, eight I, to ten. People don't like I don't, six. I don't like six. I wish they would have gone eight to ten. On That's Obi-Wan. Good too. I wish they would have gone. I yep. wish they would have gone eight, uh, eight to ten on Ms. Marvel. Yep. Um, I just, I think nineteen is going to be pushing it, unless there is, yeah. unless they add other characters and stuff in other storylines. But 
Well, yeah, because they're also tough. giving Echo from. Um, yep. Excited for that. Yeah, Echo's coming. She's getting her own spin on Hawkeye. Thank you, Hawkeye. Goodness gracious, the brain is broke tonight. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it needs more water. That's what it needs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, there, there's there's a lot coming up, and there's so much there that we can we could keep talking about. But yeah, uh, especially I loved at the end of this Marvel, uh, where she, uh, she, you know, is like she got nervous or something kicked in and excited or whatever, and then boom, she was th- standing there. She was able to transfer her her being to, you know, staying there as Carol. So that was kind of cool because she did that in the books as well. So that was the one thing I was really nervous about with this show is that like they changed the powers so much. I was like, how are they gonna? But they still had the Embiggen. They They brought Embiggen. Sort of. They sort of have the fists and everything, and she can still change her form. So I I think they've changed the way it looks, but they've kept the powers the same, and I think that's okay. I think that's still. That's still okay. And they just made a really good story out of it along the way. They just did such such a good job with yeah. the series. I I, so. I think this was probably one of my favorite things from Phase 4. For yeah, sure. I Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start wrapping this up. Nick, you got something to say? Oh, hey, I do. So last Friday, our guest was Bruce Horak, who you may best know as Hammer from Star Trek's Strange New Worlds. Hi, this is Bruce Horak, and you are listening to the FSF Popcast. And you can still find that episode of Funny Science Fiction. Or the FSF Popcast. Yeah, we got to change that. We do, yeah. (laughs) Somebody should change that in the notes. On our YouTube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers. Eventually, we'll figure out who we are as a show. Just a little bit. I I doubt it. We don't know who we are. Identity (laughs) crisis. It's all right, it happens. And remember, guys, that your subscription to our YouTube channel, which hopefully is the FSF Popcast, and that's the one that you're actually subscribing to, is a major help. So please don't forget to click the like and subscribe as you watch the videos. Also, just real quick, if you're a Star Trek fan, it's an amazing chat with Bruce. He talks about his character, Hammer. He talks about the rest of the cast. He talks about the show and how it kind of got all built up. How, you know, Hammer's death, uh, the whole nine yards, and even the return of the Gorn, which is an amazing episode, episode nine. Um, and he accuses me of jumping to the end of the book, but it's fine. We, we're still friends. I yeah. still like him. All right, but our guest this week is a very talented voice actor with credits on shows like Monsters at Work, The Owl House, Ultraman, and so much more. Hello, this is Christopher Swindle, and you are listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. All right, yeah, that's Christopher Swindle, uh, aka Fungus and Phlegm from Monsters at Work, and uh, he came to talk about his shows, uh, uh, why voice acting for animes can be difficult, lip flap, and the the lip flap trying to match up, and also why Star Wars is just so dang cool. We talked about that and a, other, a bunch of other things. He talks about where his geek flag flies these days and what he's doing and and everything else. And he's got some really cool uh, side notes in there about things that he did on Monsters at Work, and one of the voices that he covers is kind of surprising. 
I'll just leave it at that. So, but uh, you can tune in this Friday morning and you can watch that on YouTube or, of course, listen to it on your favorite audio podcast provider. All right, guys, that is our show. Only 12 minutes overtime. Woo! 12 minutes and 34 seconds. Not that we're counting 36, <laughs> 37, 30. All right, that's going to conclude us for the FSF podcast. I'm going to say it before Tim can. Well, rude. You but, do it to me all the time. So, yeah, probably so. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye. bye bye. Bye, everybody. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF Podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF Podcast, or go to www.fsfpodcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode.